What's up, everybody? You are listening to Switch Flicks, the podcast where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm here with my dark and brooding hero, Haysam. Haysam, how's it going? You know, we live in the Middle East, right? Yes. And I don't think there are enough Arab Muslim superheroes. Okay. I think that we need a Captain Death to America. We need a... Sharia man. You know, right. is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a Muslim man on a plane? Give him a random security check. Who gave him a visa? Muslim ban. It's Sharia man. The rules of the podcast are simple. Haysam and I review something. One of us will have to love it. One of us will have to hate it. Who does what will be determined by the flip of a coin. The coin of fate? The coin of fate. The catch is that at any point in our debate, we can use the switch to change positions. So, if you loved it, you now hate it, and if you hated it, you now love it. Spoilers as always, today we are reviewing Zack Snyder's Justice League. Let us begin with our patented one breath synopsis. I sent you the synopsis, uh, as I usually <laughs> do, but this time, uh, it's not really a synopsis of the movie. Uh, it is a synopsis of the circumstances that led to the movie. <laughs> oh, uh, no. And it is over four hours long. Well, I mean, it's very long, much longer than the usual synopsis. Zack Snyder was hired to direct and spearhead the DC film, but after the negative critical and box office response to Batman v Superman, especially compared to the MCU movies, Warner Brothers were left scampering to make a more audience-pleasing Justice League film. During the editing process, the studio was unsure about the dire tone and length of the film. In an effort to lighten the tone and make the film more like an Avengers movie, they hired Joss Whedon to do some rewrites, but when Zack Snyder was forced to leave the project after a family tragedy, Joss Whedon took over completely to reshoot major portions of the film and re-edit it to make it more comedic and bring the runtime to under two hours, but the resulting film was an incomplete here in Frankenstein mess that ended up losing a lot of money for Warner Brothers since the, the massive fan-led campaign started demanding the WB release the Snyder Cut of the film. They did everything from the significant petitions of buying billboards to sending death threats and online harassment four years after the original release date. WB gave in rehiring Zack Snyder and spending an additional $70 million to re-edit and re-release the Snyder Cut original vision. The film is over four hours long. Oh my God. I literally... Was about to pass out. Uh, I'm now about to flip the coin of fate. If it lands on heads, you have to love Zack Snyder's Justice League. If it lands on tails, you have to hate it. Here goes nothing. Tails, you hate Zack Snyder's Justice League. Let's do it. Finally, justice for Zack Snyder and all his fans. He has made the perfect movie. It is a filmmaker allowed to do uh, what he wants without the confines of traditional cinema in what is otherwise a commercial uh, genre. And we get to see that. And that's the problem. That's the problem. You see, so, so the problem is that when you have a filmmaker who has absolutely no, no restrictions placed on him, you end up with a four-hour film. You cannot possibly market or sell a four-hour film in any kind of normal way. The 
reason films are not four hours long is because people will not watch four hour long movies. They will, they will revolt. We sit in front of our televisions anyway, and the fact that you and I both are wrong with millions of people watched uh, uh, this movie shows that there is room for four hour films. You sit down, you watch nine hours of Bridgerton, right? You watched every, <laughs> every single episode of that. Uh, Justice League has more leather and it's just as the, sexy. Ju- the Zack Snyder versus dead. Let it die. Move on. Christ, can't you just let go of things? I mean, I don't understand why everyone was so caught up with this release, the Snyder Cut, you know? The, the problem is that they encouraged him. They encouraged him to continue and waste money and retread something that was already done and dead. I mean, thank God they got Joss Whedon to step in when he did to try to give some levity to this film, to try to make it something that you could actually watch and not just feel Switch. depressed the entire time. I mean, really, every single frame of this film was brilliant. Every single frame of this film was a work of art. It was mastery. It was operatic. It was mythological. He treated the the the, yes. the, the heroes like gods. You, you used a word, master battery. I think that's the word that you used, and that's what this film absolutely is. Now, was Joss Whedon's film any good? No, it wasn't. Is this four-hour version of this film any good? It is better than Joss Whedon's movie? Sure, but that does not make it good. You are better looking than me. That does not mean women should date you. I'm glad that, well, thank you. I appreciate the compliment. It's not a, that's, that's the, what I'm saying. It's not a compliment. It's like I have AIDS and you have syphilis. That's what it is. And I disagree with you. I should be dated. I'm highly dateable. The Batman of this movie sucks. The Superman of this movie sucks. The Cyborg of this movie sucks. The Wonder Woman of this movie Switch. sucks. Switch. Switch. The Wonder Woman of this movie is incredible. The Cyborg of this movie is fantastical. The Superman of this movie is my Superman. The Batman of this movie is the greatest detective of all time. This is the true vision of the comic books. Put on the big screen, the Justice League, all coming together to fight Steppenwolf. Can, oh, I love that you mentioned the big screen. Can can we talk about the this weird aspect ratio that he decides to yes. go with? I mean, like, it seems to me like he was trying so hard to come off as being artistic that he decided, hey, who needs a full screen? Let's just lop off the sides and look at it as if we're looking through some kind of a keyhole. Oh my god, the movie isn't lopping off the sides. This is how the movie was. This film was not shot in, in, in that format. This film was shot in a studio. This is mostly green screen. It just, it just has a character with green around it. So don't tell me that this was shot in some kind of like large format. That is crap. <laughs> that is bullshit. They could have easily just composited the rest of the screen and filled it in. They could have used that height no. and that width, but they decided not to. Why? Because he's trying so hard to come off as being artistic. Oh, look at me. I'm Zack Snyder. Oh, I have legions of fans coming after me and telling me I'm so great. I'm the best thing that's ever happened to comic book movies. Bullshit. This guy is so full of himself. He is just a jack-off. He That's, he's not a Zack Snyder. He, he's a jack-off Snyder. That's what he is. 
He is a jack of all <laughs> trades, is what he is. Is there something he can't do? Visuals, yes. Jokes, yes. Characters, yes. Uh, the story of this film, finally, like you know when you watch Joss Whedon's version of this film, you're kind of like, what the hell is going on? But over here, he ties everything else, and you're watching the story of gods. These are bad actors in bad outfits. I mean, look, you got Ben Affleck in some kind of puffy, you know, fake muscle uh, costume that that's trying so hard to make him look like he's actually fit. Uh, he's not fit. Come on. Have you seen Ben Affleck? All right. He's a tubby guy. He's a tubster. Tubster Rooney. All right. Have you seen, do you not remember his amazing CrossFit uh, scene from BVS? That guy is so fit. Almost as fit as Henry Cavill. Sexy. I want to see him. <laughs> Wait, What? What do you want to do with Henry Cavill? I want to see those abs. He is the man of steel because he stole my heart. No, no, no. Is no. Listen, listen. Is. All that Henry Cavill is doing here is just getting his physique ready for The Witcher. All right? That's it. This The problem with Zack Snyder is he's so obsessed with physical form, right? That you wonder, like, maybe, you know, he's in the wrong uh, arena. Maybe he should be a porn director. I would love to watch porn directed by Zack Snyder four hours long just before the guy is going to take his pants off somebody says release the Snyder uncut if you know what I'm talking about and the guy uh, in super slow motion takes off his pants but let's not talk about that let's talk about the great character let's talk about the women let's talk about the women okay we're talking about the okay. men let's talk yeah. about the women yeah. all right every single time that you see wonder uh, woman okay you hear her theme music like it's absurd like the first time you hear ah, 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 yeah. and you're like oh okay uh, there's some theme yeah. music the second yes. time it's like ah, 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 and you're like okay this is a bit repetitive and then she's literally having conversation with Batman and every time you cut to her you hear her music switch so it should have been used more often it should have been used repeatedly in fact I feel like the, the Wonder Woman theme should have been everybody's theme it should have started the film and ended the film I mean those 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 beautiful choir notes uh, that just tickled my the, the back of my brain just tickled it every single time you know sometimes I, I have a shower and I just find myself humming along to the, the Wonder Woman theme and I look at myself in the mirror and I go uh, it just makes me feel powerful, empowered, like a woman should feel empowered. Well, I mean, talking of Wonder Woman, by the way, what was up with that scene where she straight up murders people? Wonder Woman blows up a guy, right, with her with her bracelets or whatever. A guy who's, you know, not uh, of any danger in that present situation right then. Blows up a dude, blows up, blows up the entire building that she's trying to save, goes up to a little girl and the girl's like, I want to be just like you. A murdering <laughs> psychopath. An Is empowered that what Amazonian. She just saw, like, that guy's brains are still on the wall. Like, <laughs> she just completely uh, traumatized a group of children. These are not our superheroes. Killing all the nihilist anarchists, you know, as one should. There's no room for nihilist anarchists in our world, okay? Murder them all. Kill them all. That's what I say. Because that's the lesson of this movie, is kill those bad people. 
This film is a series of exposition dumps, one after the other, with connected together by some sh- shots of slow mo. He also wanted to subtly infuse in us the perspective that the Flash must be experiencing this whole time. I mean, the Flash's character is treated so well in this film. You really understand his motivation. You understand his character. You feel like his angst, his his anxiety, and his 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 starstruckedness at being with all these amazing heroes. It's just brilliant how he treated the Flash. He sticks out like a sore thumb with cringeworthy humor that was clearly, clearly just pushed in there because they wanted to be more like Marvel. You know what I did after watching this movie? I went out and started running really, really, really fast in the hopes that I could turn back time four hours ago to when <laughs> I hadn't watched this movie yet because I wasted so much time. How did, it, how did that end up? I fell into a hole and then I lived there for two days. I had to drink my own urine. It wasn't nice. Uh, but, you know, now I'm here doing this podcast, uh, right? People called me The Flash, but for completely different reasons because it was the only way I could get anybody's attention. I think that you really, I hear that you really connect to Cyborg because you are just a robot, okay? You will you will love anything people tell you to love. People are like Zack Snyder, Justice League, and so here you are. You were part of the campaigns. You were one of those toxic fans sending death threats to people at Warner Brothers, tweeting about it, getting billboards. We cannot, we cannot let this kind of shit go on. Look, yes. I, I may have sent a few death threats. I may have tweeted out, you know, certain uh, c- certain combinations of words that maybe should not be put in that order, okay, publicly, uh, you know, making fun of people's, uh, you know, uh, sexual prowess in order to convince them to yes. put this out. Sometimes the gloves must come off when you know that you're doing the right thing, when you know that you're helping people. You have to hurt some people to help others. This is what the Justice League has taught us. Sometimes you need to hurt people to help others, right? And then there's uh, Ray Fisher, terribly miscast. We all know a guy called Fisher should be Aquaman. That's who he should be. Why is Ray Fisher (laughs) playing Cyborg? That makes no sense. Because he has a, he shoots beams, right? There are beams, which are rays, that he fishes the bad guys with. He fishes them with his ray. How could you miss that? Honestly, hi, Sam. I expect more of you. And then you're talking about, we also want to talk about the bad guys, not just the good guys. You know, you're talking about Steppenwolf. These, both these villains are bland CGI creatures. They look like they're plucked straight out of a PS2 game. uh, And all they say is, mother box this, mother box that, mother box something else, mother box, mother box. The mother box box is very important. (laughs) The mother boxes... Okay, they are critical uh, parts of this film and they should be mentioned. What are you trying? Wait, wait, what are you saying about my mother's box? What are you talking about? I'm saying there are what? three of them. <laughs> wow, you don't need to get personal in these debates. <laughs> they need to join together to create Whoa. the conditions of toxicity that will allow for <laughs> the world to be, you know transformed my world we haven't we still haven't talked about aquaman in this movie because there's nothing to talk about like he's so boring like by the end of this movie i did not care about any of the superheroes dude he says my man 
<laughs> all right? That's all he needs to say. My man. I mean, and he says it to Cyborg. How appropriate that he says my man to the one black character. I mean, very well written. Single line of dialogue. Switch. That could otherwise have been spoken by Denzel Washington in Training Day. I mean, really, they just lifted that line and put it in 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 this white savior's mouth to try to, like, code switch between and him. Speaking of, uh, you know, dark characters, you get to see Jared Leto's Joker again, finally brought to his, uh, you know, given his true uh, you know, time to shine in that amazing scene. Uh, I, for one, can't wait to see what happens you, next. You know what I love about that Jared Leto scene is that they tried so desperately hard to make him a better version of the garbage that they had in Batman versus Superman and the garbage that they had in the Suicide uh, Squad. They tried so hard. They, they erased his little tattoo that said damage. They made his hair long, you know, they made it long. Yeah, his hair is long. Okay, you clearly missed a lot of the subtle religious imagery that's in this movie. <laughs> Very subtle. Uh, Jesus Christ, okay? Have you heard of Jesus Christ? <laughs> I, I may uh, have. Because there is a lot... Because, you know, he, 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 was a, he was a fairly The original uh, popular, superhero. Uh, the original superhero. Right? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right? And you see, you see, uh, you know, and you see that Joker... Like, and he looks kind of like Jesus Christ, and he's posed like Jesus Christ. So is Superman, who's brought back to life like Jesus Christ. Every single character in this film <laughs> represents Jesus Christ. How could they have so many Jesus yeah. Christ in this film? Superman's Jesus Christ, but Batman's yeah, Jesus so Christ. I can't wait to see how this movie continues. Uh, I'm going to go online right now, start some petitions, you know, uh, continue the Snyderverse. Send some, you know, a couple of tiny death threats, anthrax, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, why shouldn't, if, if this is something the fans want, then why shouldn't we allow it to have it? I think that's where it comes down to, right? Because as Wonder Woman 1984 proved to us, sometimes people should not get what they wish for. <laughs> and with that, we have reached the natural conclusion of our debate. So tell me, Haisam, what do you really think about Zack Snyder's Justice League? It's interesting. I think that the movie is two things. It is, one, surprisingly good, uh, but two, not actually good, right? I think that's what it's an interesting way is. to look at it. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> I think under the circumstances that if this was originally released when it was meant to, I would have been like, this movie isn't great. Like, it's, I, I, would, I, I would not like this movie. I'd say it sucks, right? I, I would just not enjoy it. But under the circumstances of, and not just, no, let me actually rephrase that. Based on the track history of uh, Snyder's movies, I hate Snyder's movies, especially Man of Steel, even more than Batman v Superman, by the way, which is uh, not what most people think. I hate those movies. Uh, and so if this has released originally, I don't think I would have liked it. But because the other Justice League movie is so terrible and I had no expectations of this, just watching something that makes sense uh, and has some character development. So you're makes saying me the go, bar was set very good. low. It's so low. Uh, and so... It was good. It was okay. I watched the whole four thing, so, four hours, but yeah, so that's about it. I never watched 
the Joss for the Joss Sweden version of Justice League. I've never watched it. I yes. still haven't watched it to this very day. Why? Not because I was idealistic and 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 boycotted it on purpose. It's because I tried to watch it. I yep. really did multiple times, and I think the most that I got through was about ten to fifteen minutes. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand the way it opened. I couldn't stand that scene with Superman talking to that kid and looking like a goddamn fool, grinning <laughs> like an idiot with his with his no mustache, like CGI bullshit it pissed me off it made me so aggravated that i couldn't continue to watch it and there are very few movies that i can say that about i've when i start a movie 99% of the time i will finish the movie and this was something that i tried to watch multiple times and i couldn't so by dint of that i thought well i guess i'm never going to watch justice league but then the Snyder cut actually became a reality and i decided okay let's give it a shot i was actually looking forward to it and overall I enjoyed it. I did. Was it a, a great film? No. It was a complete film. It had context. It, the beginning was way better. You, it felt unified. You know, I haven't watched Joss Whedon's Justice League, but I've seen a lot about it. I've seen videos about it. I've seen people talk about it. I've read about it. So I know a lot about it, you know? Uh, I've even seen portions of it that are different from the Snyder Cut. Having watched the Snyder Cut and been curious about what's different about it, I watched some videos about that. So I saw. And yeah, it is like dramatically worse than the Snyder Cut. Is the Snyder Cut perfect? No, absolutely not. Is it a bad movie? No, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's it's a vision. Like it has a real strong perspective, a consistent perspective. And you you don't like Zack Snyder's style. That's fine. I'm not a huge fan of his superhero movies. I like his movies, Dawn I, of the Dead and I don't mind I know, his, I know. I'm talking about his superhero yeah. movies because ah, yes. I, I love Dawn of the yeah. Dead. I love, that's one of my favorite zombie movies of all time, right? But, you know, and I, I like 300. Like 300 is wild. It's crazy. It's over the top, but it's really epically enjoyable, you know? So I enjoyed The Watchmen, even though it was like very unusual. I did enjoy it, you know? It was a hard movie to make, you know? So... But, but most of his other stuff, like, like Man of Steel, the trailer was amazing. So I couldn't Incredible. wait to watch it. And when I watched Man of Steel, I was like, it's not as good as I wanted it to be. You know, there were things about it that I didn't like, you know, yeah. even though it looks visually stunning. You know, same thing with this Justice League is that it looks visually stunning, like epic, like, like portraits, like paintings, like Renaissance paintings in some frames. You're like, wow, this is just yeah. so beautiful, you know? Um, but I didn't care for anybody in it. Nobody. Really. Like, I, I liked The Flash. You yeah. know, he was my favorite character. But I didn't even like Cyborg that much. Like, no, I get I that not. he's supposed to be the heart of the film. And that's what everybody says. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, it's but a, I didn't really care that much. It's an incredibly generic kind of thing that he has. Like, he has maybe, you know, his story's so generic. And you don't even really know what... The, what this guy's personality is. He has, like, no personality, uh, Cyborg. And maybe it's because he's a robot or whatever. But, but I like, like, he should I have, have no a personality, you know? I have who the hell you know? this guy is. Like, apart from that, he's sad. And, you know, and the dialogue yeah. is bad. Uh, the dialogue's you know, pretty bad, yeah. It's yeah. And Wonder Woman was, like, absurdly ridiculous. I did okay. not enjoy... I think the only time that I've enjoyed Wonder Woman was her first movie, you know? Yeah. 1984 was just a joke. And in this movie, you're like, okay, whatever. You know, she's just there, you know, and like making decisions and being super powered. But like, who yeah, really cares? I, you know, I, Superman's whatever. You know, he kind of shows up and does some things. Like, I, it doesn't feel so grand. Like, you know, I it's like... I think the biggest, my biggest problem with 
all these movies is Superman, right? Like, I think that he completely does not understand Superman. Like, no, his Zack character, Snyder does his not understand. He does Superman. not understand. It. Absolutely. And not. sure, you can change the character, but the way he's changed it just does not work. And because of that, it just ruined all the other movies. I think that's the kind that's of true. original sin of the movie, right? Like, I, that's I, I think I, I agree with you. I agree, and that's part of the reason that I was disappointed by Man of Steel is because. Superman, when you watch the Christopher Reeve Superman, all right, you feel a sense of joy and wonderment and, 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 yeah. and, and hope and he lifts your spirits. I mean, I remember watching that movie and hearing the theme come yeah. up and just feeling so like powered, empowered and happy and like, and, and, and that is completely missing from yeah. Superman in any of the, of the Zack Snyder versions, you know? And I assume it's also like maybe Joss Whedon might have tried to make that happen, it's but def- I don't it's think def- it's possible. I, I really like Joss Whedon's Superman. Like, uh, that's one of the things that I really like about the movie. The problem with, with well, there are many problems with Joss. I rewatched it, by the way. I rewatched Joss Whedon's, uh, I was just too curious, so I rewatched okay. it. Uh, and I think the main, in, in many kind of aspect, it's, it's a little better. Right, especially really, the, especially this all the Superman stuff is much. I better. find that hard to believe. Uh, but the main kind of problem with the movie is that the way it's been reshot is that it kind of they have the scenes that's already been shot, and then they have a ca- actor in front of a green screen, like kind of responding with different lines. So it almost Quips. feels like you're watching, you know, like they do these like kind of skits where uh, a person is inside a movie, you know, and the guy says something. The Oscars used to do this thing where, uh, you know, the host is in all the different movies and he would just say something that's going on, right? And that's what a lot of the Joss Whedon's Justice League feels like. And that's kind of the major problem, apart from the mustache and the fact that it's two hours long and makes no sense. Uh, like Which is just, actually just, probably a bigger sin. Yeah, yeah you know, it's like, problematic, right? And also, you know, this movie has a lot of like really cool shots, but it doesn't really have great scenes, right? Like it has like cool frames, right? That, yeah, like, it has. And then it, they're in slow that's motion. That's a good way to put it. I think yeah. like Jack Snyder should just really cool make frames. comics or something, right? Like, or, yeah, he should he should make like he should be a painter. Like he he has yeah. these beautiful painterly scenes that look epic, but like as a story, it kind of yeah. doesn't have an emotional weight, like. I, there's that scene right at the end where they're on top of a building, all of them are there together, and they're like, we just, you know, yeah. defeated, you know, Dark, uh, uh, sorry, Steppenwolf, and it's yeah. supposed to feel something. Like, I felt nothing when I saw them lined up, nothing. and they're like, you know, you know, patting each other on the back or whatever, and you're like, <laughs> okay, sure, And I it guess. sucks, man, because, you know, okay, with the Marvel movies, right, I never really cared about most of these Marvel characters that are in the Avengers. I care about Spider-Man, but I don't know Iron Man. I don't know. I care Captain about Iron Man. Before the movies came out. before the movies. Before the movies, right? I don't know these characters, right? But just growing up, like Superman and Batman, like I have this inbuilt connection Serious to them. memories, yeah. So yeah. when I watch a movie, half the job of that is already kind of done. Like you just need to, you don't need to do much to make me kind of emotionally involved with these characters. But these movies have just completely failed at that. Like, I don't care about Batman. I don't know who Batman is really. Uh, You know, Ben Affleck tries, but 
you know, I don't know. I don't know who this Superman is. I like Henry Cavill. He's a bad actor. <laughs> He's not a very good actor. It's funny. Henry Cavill, there's something weird about him is that I like him. Like I, I enjoy, like I want to yes. see him, you know, he's, there's something about him yeah. that is, like you said, he's like charming. Like there's something that, that you want him to win. Yeah. Like you, you root for him, but he's yeah, not a good actor. Like his him. acting is like subpar. He's, not. <laughs> he's just not. And you know, the Wonder Woman, like is just kind of like nothing in this movie. Aquaman is nothing yeah, like in this movie. Yeah. But, I, right? I, but I did enjoy uh, Aquaman's movie, you know, like, I thought yes. that was actually like it's one okay. of the best ones of the DC universe, you know. Uh, yeah. But but still, you know. Now, side story. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. You got. Oh man, you have to tell this story. This is an amazing <laughs> little story. side story. <laughs> little side story about Jason Momoa, who plays Aquaman. Is uh, I farted on Jason Momoa. <laughs> I have farted on <laughs> him. Give, give us more information. <laughs> so back in the day, uh, you know, my girlfriend and I, we used to make this, uh, the, the, we had a series called Falouse, where we would go and we would like, you know, do some video stuff. Like back when vlogging was like just starting, this was like years ago, you know, like good 10 years ago or something, I'd say, you know, uh, almost. And so, you know, we went to Comic-Con in Dubai and uh, and Jason Momoa was there, and I I don't remember what he was there for, but he had just started like like blowing up. Like I think it was like you know right at the beginning of the the Cal Drogo thing. Uh, yeah, apparently uh, you had also just started blowing up. Uh... <laughs> I did because I must have eaten something. I don't know, but my stomach was turning. Like I was, but we had these special passes, and we could go around and behind like lines and stuff like that. And so I had my little camera, you know, and I was just walking around, and there was Jason Momoa. I was like, oh cool, you know, there he is, you know, and I was right next to him getting an over the shoulder shot you know like filming going around and then like I really really had to fart like really like it was just oh I was like oh maybe maybe I could just like let one just just a little bit of relief some of that pressure you know and so I did and uh, then it you know it was like a very very powerful uh you know stench that was uh, toxic um, yeah. and extremely disturbing and so I ran away I I just went I w very smoothly glided yeah. around to where the other people were and just kind of, you know, was, you know, <laughs> observing. And uh, there was a whole line of people waiting to get his signature. And then you just saw him like seize, like he just reacted, like he, he twisted and like he was <laughs> he's trying <laughs> to like understand like what was happening to him. And he just kind of turned and this look on his face of pure disdain and, and, and hatred for the situation. And then he just got up and he walked away. And everyone was like, oh, uh, <laughs> their shoulders just fell like all these people in lines waiting. I made him leave. Yes. And then he went on to do Aquaman. And so I feel like in some ways I inspired him. I don't know. I think you were the reason his character died in uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I think I killed him right? in Game of Thrones, yes. And then, like, Steppenwolf so. came into that area, and then he was like, this place is toxic. <laughs> toxic. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah. so um, how many, uh, you know, uh, black-suited Supermans would you give Zack Snyder's Justice League? Six. Six. Okay, interesting, interesting. I mean, I guess I would give it a seven for the effort. You know, like, 
I would say seven because it was clearly like a lot of care and attention was put into this. This was like a singular vision. He gave a fucking huge, you know, amount of, of his himself into it. And it looks great. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not like it's, I would watch it again just because it's like very like visually entertaining, but like, it's got a lot of problems. So, you know, a, a, a generous, generous seven. Thank you for listening to Switch Flicks. If you loved or hated the show, please do rate, subscribe, and leave some comments. Your support is the justice in our league. That was long. (laughs) That was a long one.